Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It's July 31st, 2023. We're here for your WWE Raw post-show. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. It goes such a long way. Please subscribe. We are inching closer and closer and closer towards 100,000. I would like to get there by my birthday, but you know what? Listing your boy 300 is next week. You all, just you know, 1,300 of you could subscribe now uh what we're gonna do is just get denise out of here because she's terrible uh wow there's a lot more headroom in here now that denise's big ass head ain't in the way <laughs> go ahead denise what can you continue on i wasn't doing anything yeah you i'm sorry that you sit here like this on camera hello guys <laughs> no. i'm denise salcedo you you so, know how you move on stream like taylor swift like on on concert that's how I wish I moved that's, like that. That's, a, that's about no, it. Like, but my new favorite thing to do because it gets under people's skin is when someone says something and then you repeat it right afterwards. So I wasn't going to say the exact same thing you were saying. So I just started moving exactly the same way that you were congrats. moving. Congrats. You are a three-year-old troll. Good job. <laughs> but it really uh, does work. I just did your movements and you kicked me off of the screen. Anyway. Donate Super Chats, donate Humper Chats. That's how you get your questions or statements read on the air. And let me tell you, there is a lot to talk about uh, right here. FightfulSelect.com, that is our lifeblood. Just $5 a month gets you exclusive wrestling news and over 40 podcasts a month. This week, I'm doing a live Q&A. Last week, Grapsity did one as well. You're going to get pay-per-view uh, pre-shows from Rob Wilkins. Just a whole mess of stuff over there, including the Raw plans tonight that Kind of told you ahead of time that Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus would be happening. So just $5 a month over there. We had some exclusive news on Cody's documentary today, as well as the backstage report. Tomorrow, I'm going to post, what all am I posting? Some SummerSlam week news, WWE Raw producers, maybe some Saray news, maybe, maybe some news on her. 
How about that one? All kinds of stuff coming this week. Got some former WWE champion news this week as well. A lot of good stuff is coming to FightfulSelect.com this week. So make sure you subscribe. But you're here right now. Get those super chats. Get those humper chats in. We got interviews dropping all week. Denise Salcedo, I'm calling on you here. Does that does that at all include a haircut? Sean, you need a haircut before you go no, to SummerSlam. You got to get a haircut. I can see your hair sticking out on this side. On what side? This side? Yeah, on that side. You need a haircut. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to take hair advice from Denise Salcedo. That's for sure. My hair is great, bro. Mm. No, it's and not. What hair- is that? A, you got a rubber um, band holding that together up there? Yeah, I'm sorry. Like women actually use rubber bands. Ru- an actual band. an actual no, shoot. Actual you, you've got bands. an actual They're rubber band. Bands. Denise rubber is band. like Captain Lou Albano. Okay, if you ever put a rubber band in your hair, that is a terrible idea. A that must be why your idea. hair looks the way that it does, Denise. My hair is fabulous. You need a haircut. I don't think I need a haircut, Denise. You do need a haircut. How about you give me a haircut? I'd love to. That sounds horrible. <laughs> It'd be what, great. What is it with you feeling comfortable commenting on other people's appearances? I don't comment on other people's appearances. I comment on your appearances. Yeah. What makes you feel comfortable doing that? Because you deserve it. Okay. All right. Uh, shout out to our friend Alyssa becoming a YouTube member. Uh, our good friend Alyssa. Uh, Tom Brady says, tell me there's a chance Randy is at SummerSlam. How about this? This week on FightfulSelect.com, I will post the absolute latest that I've heard. But I wouldn't count on it. Zeladon says, any of you guys staying up for the women's soccer match? I'm not, but I am going to watch it tomorrow. Denise, uh, I know you hate America, so you probably don't even know what we're talking about. No, it was really sad. Actually, Zeladon asked me if I was watching the World Cup, and I was like, I didn't even know the World Cup was happening. I I didn't realize that that's what was going on. But then I saw the commercial, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's happening. D'Lo Diggs gifted five YouTube memberships. That's probably how Alyssa came, became a member. Alyssa ain't giving me five bucks. I know. Sean, why does it matter? Someone gave you five bucks. But it's not now Alyssa. You're complaining? It's not Alyssa. Listen. What? My friend Alyssa here. It, it is almost like a running joke. Any of the absolute worst accounts I see on Twitter, I'll be like, I gotta see what this dumbass looks like. And every time it'll be like followed by Alyssa. Every single time. She knows. She knows. Adam Ulrich says, I need Kevin Patrick. Probably probably you, too, because that makes sense. Because you tweet some stuff that makes me go, let me see how dumb this person actually looks when I click on their profile. I bet you. Wait, are you calling me dumb? Adam Ulrich says, I really need Kevin Patrick to buy a thesaurus so he can learn a word other than devastating. Anything and everything that happens during the show is always devastating. Denise, was this show devastating to you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a long three hours, to be honest. I didn't think it was a bad show today. Uh, it wasn't devastating. Okay, oh, fair. Bless his heart. I feel bad. He's a really nice guy, man. Very, very he nice. Is. Like, I see he why nice. he's in the position that he's in. You know, sometimes you, you know, you, you're nice to people and, you know, things happen. Uh, Luis uh, said that Alyssa actually did subscribe. Damn, Sean, you're a jerk. 
It doesn't matter how Why are she you became- always taking... Well, let's just mute Denise. She's being mean right now. Powerball Media says, do you think they'll replace Kevin Patrick soon? <laughs> Denise, any thoughts? It's devastating that you think I'm the one being mean. I'm trying to defend Alyssa here and anybody who becomes a YouTube member, regardless of how they come to become an actual YouTube member. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we got Logan Paul kicking off WWE Raw with Ricochet. I liked the direction of this promo. The final execution, I think, could have been a little more a little more stabby in the gut. But I do like, Denise, that they acknowledged that Samantha Irvin and Ricochet are engaged, especially for this. And what Logan Paul said was, I hope you don't mind after the match when your fiancé is saying, and the winner is Logan Paul. However, I've seen Logan Paul and Jake Paul talk enough trash to know they could have cut a little bit deeper with that line. I think you know exactly we, we what I mean. We all thought he was going to say something along the lines of, she's going to be saying my name. She's going to go. be screaming my name. Uh, that's what everybody thought that they were going with with that. And I think everybody was thinking that Logan Paul should have worded it that way because that would have been a really great line. And I think that uh, I would have, uh, I did love Ricochet, you know, going in and getting really pissed off about that. Great, because that was probably the best thing that has happened in this whole entire uh, feud between Logan Paul and Ricochet is honestly this mention of Samantha. Because, come on, you mentioned someone's girl. Doesn't mean fights. Yes. D'Lo Diggs says, hope all is well. Let's get fightful to that milestone. Also really liked Ricochet Logan segment tonight. This segment as well as the Shayna Ronda one that I want to roll right into after this and talk about, were a couple of matches that did not have great builds, but had some really, really strong stuff tonight. But Logan Paul and Ricochet needed something like this, really needed something like this to add just a little bit. Because after seeing the Royal Rumble spot, Denise, I was like, yeah, I'd love to see a match with these two. But then the way that they built it after that, which we talked about was like, Oh, well, I botched a, he botched a move, and that ain't how I like it. Uh, what? This at least adds a little bit to it. This at least adds a little bit of emotional investment. Kim Gray says, Samantha Irvin's interview on Busted Open this morning was excellent, just when I didn't think I could love her more. She's great. She's talented. Um, I mean, I know a lot of it's subjective, but I feel like when people like really, really aggressively hate on her, I think they're just kind of being haters. Because I think oh, her talent. Please, you know what they're being. Let's be real. Of course, yeah. Like it, it's it. Her unique delivery style is sort of undeniable at this point, and really, really, really great ring announcers are not easy to find. I okay. Did you see that video of her? I forgot on what TV show, what reality show she was on, where she was like with yes. the flutes and the she flute. was singing. I was watching that and I was going, no offense, but what is this girl doing in WWE as a <laughs> ring announcer? She could be out there making albums and things. I'm sorry, but she is so talented. And I didn't know she had all of that, you know, musical knowledge, musical experience. And when I saw that video, I was like, damn, they are lucky to have her as a ring announcer. And what a lot of people don't realize is at these shows, then it goes the same for WWE, AEW. Like when Samantha Irvin... 
Dasha, Justin Roberts are out there. They're emceeing the show for the live crowd too. Right. They're out there like 10, 15 minutes before the show. They're reading signs. They're sort of directing traffic. They're sort of hosting you throughout the night a lot of times as well. Yeah. And I got so irritated at a comment or a a couple of the comments that I saw that Samantha was getting about people saying like, oh, well, this person's better than you. This person's better than you. And she was, you know, kind of being like, yeah, this person's great. And it kind of bummed me out, though, because I'm like, I feel like if you're really, really good, you don't have to make it seem like you're not good. But if she would have done that, then people would not have liked that. Like she was so generous uh, about she was so nice to the people that were her trolls. Yeah, yeah, I wish I wish that could be me. I wish that could be me. I just can't do it. Samantha and she'll work. She'll work. You walk you through it. But I was mad when I saw that. I I almost felt like saying something and you know, I don't say anything. And I felt like saying something because I'm like, no, that is not fair. Just because these people are coming after her for this. Like just does not make her any less talented. Anyways, I I have you. I have have seen you say to somebody once. What? At least. At least I know my mom didn't raise a bitch like you. <laughs> a little bit. That was a little bit. There you go. That was good. That was good. Listen, Look. listen. If you would have done that when Twitter was monetized, you'd be rolling in money. <laughs> you'd have been rolling in money that day. Amazing. Okay. Real talk, though. If I come at you, if I come at you, it's going to be rare. And when it happens, it's going to be really good and really thought out. That was you... one where I sat there and I was like, all right, here we fucking go. <laughs> Denise, drop an F bomb. Rush of adrenaline. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I used to have a rule of like one a year for those specific people because you know how they are. When you punch them in the nose one time and then you ignore them, they yeah. get really, really mad. But, yeah. but I listen. Depending on how this Twitter monetization works, I might just unblock everybody and get all the money from their engagement tweets. By the way, I'm going to blame you if I get scammed because you're the person that convinced me to get Twitter blue and I got Twitter blue. I'm giving it three months, okay? If in three months I don't see a penny, I'm out. Okay, well, uh, we got a super chat from Corey Moore who says, here, Denise, you can read this one. It's in the private chat because she put you over. Why do I got to read that part? It's hard. She, she put you over for it. I was right next to you when she put you over. I know, but it was hard. And I'm just here talking about how great Samantha is. And now I got to do that. Go ahead. No, it's not going to be <laughs> as good as Samantha. <laughs> It's Chelsea Green. No, that's not how it goes, Sean. Just like that. It's like uh, Chelsea Green. I can't do it. I can't. It has to like, I have to use my full body. It's hard. You know what? Credit to Samantha. Uh, There's a reason why she's in that position. Alyssa says, apologize, Sean. Listen, Alyssa, I am sincerely sorry that you can't spell apologize correctly because you are from overseas. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com.
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But I appreciate your friendship, Alyssa, truly. Uh, Rhonda and Shayna interviews. Wow. Um, Wait, I have okay. one more thing to say about Logan Paul and Ricochet, by the way. Okay. Dude, they, he got some really good heat out there, man. He was he getting the life booed out of him. So at first, I felt like it was really forced because they weren't booing him that much. I thought at first that it was like half boos and then half piped in. Like, I wasn't too sure. Like, I was making sure to actually look at the people and there were people booing. He wanted to get the Dom reaction at first and he didn't. But then they sort of picked up and then they started to do it. I thought that was pretty nice. Yeah. So it's working out for Ricochet in the, in the, because he can kind of just go out there and say anything and it doesn't have to be great. But because people hate yeah. Logan Paul so much that he's going to get a reaction out of it. Uh, I think that there could have, this could have been, this promo could have been a lot better. But again, the Samantha part was really the only thing that saved it. The Rhonda and Shayna interviews were incredible. The best piece of verbal content that Ronda Rousey not only has has done in, in wrestling, has done ever. I covered her entire career. Been covering it since the very first fight. She's never done a better interview than this. Period. Like, this was incredible. It ran down the history of Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler and how Ronda got into MMA. And when she got into MMA, Shayna Baszler was already like pretty well known. Like she was a pioneer, but Ronda Rousey was the coach on her season of Ultimate Fighter, wanted to pick her immediately, brought her in. And I loved the story they told where Ronda Rousey was like, well, I don't know if you could call her my protege because she was around so much longer than me before I started. And <laughs> Ronda Rousey told a story about how Shayna got all the way through training camp and she, or all the way through the ultimate fighter with a minute left in the round. And she goes, can't believe I made it all this way and never got arm barred by Ronda Rousey, who for those of you unfamiliar, Ronda Rousey was looked at for the, the beginning part of her MMA career as a one trick pony, because she won all of her fights in the first round with an arm bar without fail. It was a foolproof technique. 
And then Ronda Rousey said, well, ask her how many times I got her in an arm bar in that last minute. She's my protege. Damn, this was good. This was phenomenal. They're going to face each other in an MMA rules match. This sold me on the whole thing. The whole thing. This was a, a damn near perfect video vignette to me, Denise. Yeah, and I'm not surprised by this at all because one of the things that I recall saying was that we talked about this. This is something that both Ronda and Shayna have openly said that they have been fighting in WWE to do not just become the tag team champions, but to eventually work into an actual story between Ronda and Shayna. And my actual thing that I loved about this was I kind of was going back and forth because here's the thing, starting off with this whole storyline, it's been a situation where Ronda is supposed to be the baby face, but technically the crowd is seeing Shayna as the baby face, even though Shayna's supposed to be the heel. When I was watching this video package, I kept going back and forth where the whole time I'm like, I'm still siding with Shayna. Like Shayna to me is the baby face in all of this, even though she's supposed to be the heel. But I did like that they, uh, you know, towed the line a little bit where you kind of saw the good and the bad in both Shayna and Rhonda and the story that they were telling. But for me, the moment that really, really sold it for me was when um, there was two parts. Rhonda, when she started to get emotional, when she said that when everybody was shitting on her, Shayna was still there for her, that part. Then the part at the end where Shayna then tells Rhonda or she tells the people that Rhonda's daughter is not going to be able to forgive her for the things that she's going to do to her mother at SummerSlam. And that to me was like, oh, dang, this got personal. Like you're out here mentioning this, uh, you know, this woman's daughter, uh, someone that you've seen grow up. So for me, I thought that the storytelling of all of this, they did a lot in these two videos that they showed on in one night um, and kind of made up for the suddenness of how this whole thing even began because clearly we didn't have weeks and weeks of storytelling for this. This was unbelievably good. Um, I think I get the chance to talk to Shayna again this week. Um, and I didn't release our money in the bank interview because we got like a minute and a half with her or something. So I'm just going to kind of combine them because the hell am I going to do with that? You know what you should do? I have an idea for you. Okay, so start the video, right? The Money in the Bank video. And then get the little SpongeBob graphic, the one that goes <laughs> three hours later. And do like yes. a little voiceover and put the graphic and then put the next video. Well, I, I, funny enough, I talked to her the morning she turned on Rousey. So it was pointless by the time that the pay-per-view aired. But like, I'm very excited to see what they draw from, if it'll be like UWFI or Pancrase or what it is, what sort of shoot hybrid wrestling MMA thing they will, they will draw from. I'm very excited for this. Cody says, what number were Taylor Swift in her in the rumble? 22. Oh, 13. No, 13. She'd enter at 13. If she were actually in the Royal rumble, they would put her at number 30 because the sad reality is that nobody else would get a bigger reaction after her. <laughs> Yeah, that's and, how WWE would book it. But no, Taylor would want 13. She would come out at 13. I, I bet she. Who would eliminate her? Nobody. She'd win. You think she would throw? <laughs> Taylor okay. Swift would win the Royal Rumble. The fuck? Tay Voodoo would be getting everybody, Sean. Ludwig Kaiser defeated Matt Riddle. This was a slapper of a match, Denise. It was. It actually What'd was. What did you think of this? 
All right. So there's a lot that I kind of want to mention here really quickly. Uh, the thing that I was kind of nervous about was prior to the actual match starting with Gunther was telling uh, Ludwig, Ludwig, whatever the hell his name is, um, that I always forgot how to pronounce it. How does it pronounce? Ludwig. Ludwig. Yeah, but it's yeah. with a W, so it throws me up, and I want to say yes. wig instead of vig. Okay. So anyways, um, when he was telling him that he was disappointed in him, and so I started going, they best not break up Imperium. Like, that is not what I want. So I was happy that in this match, not only did we get really good stuff, I thought that Riddle, I mean, Matt Riddle, every time he goes out there and he hits, like, all of the freaking strikes and the floating bro on the outside, all of that stuff was really good. I did like the moment where um, uh, Kaiser kicked out of the powerbomb that – Matt Riddle gave him and then afterwards when he got him with the knee and then he ended up kicking out of that. I thought that was really good. And um, this was a fun match. I love seeing him get the win too. It made me happy because I wanted to see, uh, I wanted reassurance rather that Imperium is not breaking up anytime soon. And obviously we'll talk more about Gunther. Yes, we will. I uh, love this match. Great. And Ludwig Kaiser's got to win some matches. So I mean, they, they don't have imminent plans for Matt Riddle, so why not? Why not, I say. Maxine Dupree defeated Valhalla. So I did not have Maxine Dupree using Manami Toyota's finish. <laughs> now, granted, not nearly as graceful. Uh, the fisherman suplex, like, it needs work, but, I mean, this is a person who hasn't really wrestled much at all and is actively learning and was brought in as a manager. But uh, this was, this was also Valhalla's first singles match on, on WWE TV in three years, Denise. Yeah. So I have some things to say about this. So clearly with Maxine Dupree, the whole story is that she's learning how to wrestle. So she's yes. supposed to go in there and you know, if, she, if things don't look great for her, that's part of the story. Like there, there was one point where she did this, like a uh, freaking, she kicked a Valhalla at one point and it was the world's softest kick I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. It was so cute. It was so soft, like a pillow hit harder. Um, but it worked though, because in a, because it's part of the story that they're telling, right? Like even when she did the warm, the warm, and then afterwards she went for the elbow and she had this moment where she stops and the, she's like, the warm, warm, Denise? worm, whatever the hell it's the called. The warm? Warm, I can't say it. Don't make fun of my accent, Sean. W A R Warm. Warm? Warm. How do you pronounce warm? W Worm. A worm. R M. There's two words I can't say, okay? And that's one of them. <laughs> Anyways, stop uh, talking shit about me. I'm so trying to make this a point was, here. This well, was no, similar. You, I didn't even get to make my story. I'm not even done yet. Sean, I'm trying to tell you that. I'm getting to something here. So Maxine played her part up right, okay? But that being said, I did not think Valhalla looked good in this. I thought she looked terrible. Um, I don't think I, anybody looked good in this. No, honestly. but that's the point, though. Yes. Maxine Dupree is learning. That's the whole thing that the story that they're telling. Valhalla I mean, is not supposed I mean, to be learning. Also, legitimately, like, she ain't good yet. But, I mean, this is this is very similar to, like, it was Rebel. Rough. It's very similar to... Uh, Rebel, not Reba in AEW. Nobody's going to accuse her of being Brian Danielson, but her character was not woman who had wrestled for four or five years. Her character was 
Britt Baker's crony who doesn't know how to wrestle type of thing. Uh, this is very similar, but Maxine is learning how to wrestle. Right, but it yeah, made me not good. want to see another singles match with Valhalla in it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, sure. like, like, I'm going to be real with you. I didn't think it was good. I didn't think that. I just didn't think it was good. And I like the story. I like the story with Maxine Dupree. And I think it would have been even far far more entertaining had she, be, had she been having this match with somebody else. She had like a the, the mix tag, but other than that, she had not wrestled since the the control your narrative show like last year. Like I'm sitting there like, why why have they not been getting her reps no. on live events? Yeah. Like why have they not been having Valhalla wrestle like Viking Raiders wrestle a live event match? Why is Valhalla not immediately wrestling like Zelina or something right after that? She's had She's had the mixed tag, the control your narrative match, and the Royal Rumble in the last like three plus years. Other than that, she ain't wrestled at all. They need to be getting her some reps. That's what Max I'm saying. Seems, and it showed. Yeah. Oh, man. Man. I thought well, Maxine well, was fun. I, I love, I thought Maxine was fun. Her little shimmy, everything, little things yeah. she did in there. I thought it was fun. Denise gives Maxine a horn reaction. Shut up. That's. Really what does that mean? What is mean? I don't care. I don't care if that was mean. You embarrassed me and made fun of my accent. Well, that's even what? meaner. I'm going to let Denise cool off. Here's FitBod. We've been telling you about the benefits of FitBod.me slash PPV for quite a while now, but there's so much more. 150,000 five-star reviews, over 5 million downloads, 400 million workouts logged. A lot of people have tried out FitBod, and now you can too. You can get 25% off at fitbod.me slash ppv. All of your subscriptions give you full access to their premium features. You need to stop guessing and start working. They have daily workouts that generate your workout of the day based on your muscle freshness, preferred muscle group, and things that you want to target. There's equipment selection. So maybe one day you have bands. Maybe one day you don't. Maybe you have weights one day. Maybe the next you don't. Maybe all you have is the ability to do body weight exercises. They help you out by using the equipment that you have available. There's goal and experience settings. There's muscle recovery. You can connect to your Apple Health, your Fitbit, your Strava, all that good stuff at fitbod.me slash ppv. Street counters, timed intervals, circuits and supersets, and you can ask trainer or ask a trainer if uh, the video demonstrations and exercise instructions are not good enough for you. Fitbod.me slash ppv. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash ppv. Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Tommaso Ciampa. They had a bit of an interaction backstage, but I like Tommaso Ciampa showing this hard-hitting style that we came to know and love from him. I like Shinsuke Nakamura picking up wins. This certainly seems like Shinsuke Nakamura is a bit more motivated than what we've seen of him recently, except when we got to the pin. Now, the pin was supposed to be a hold-your-trunks pin, cheap win on Nakamura. But listen, when I see a pin that I look at and I'm like, oh, that's not good, it, it sort of undermines everything for me because I watch all that end when one guy's got to pretend like he can't get his shoulder up at all when there's no weight on it. If you go back and look at that, Nakamura is all the way on the other side, 
got the tights held, and Tommaso Ciampa's just got to sit there and pretend like he can't lift his shoulder up with nothing on top of it. That undermined it an awful lot for me because if the finish is bad, you don't remember nearly as much as what into it what went into it. Nakamura is clearly getting a bit of an edge to him, Denise, but is this doing anything for you yet? No, I'm sorry. I feel really bad, but I think because of even before Shinsuke Nakamura was, you know, in WWE and after returning and all of that, even before this, even before the return, I have just not, they have done so much to make me very disinterested in Shinsuke Nakamura. And even though I try to make myself interested, it's been very hard. And so even though this match was fine, I watch this and I go, okay, but really what more are we going to get from here? What more are we possibly going to get out of this story? And so right now the bar for me is set very low. I have no expectations. Uh, I just feel because they have never really done anything with Shinsuke that I feel like it's very hard for me to go, okay, you know what? I'm going to be interested in what they're doing right now. I need so much more for me to uh, even care. Yeah, I, I just need something a little bit more. I just need something a little bit more creatively satisfying. And a lot of the buzz that came with Tommaso Ciampa's return and the speculation, will it be DIY? Will it be the way? Oh, look, he's facing Seth Rollins. A lot of that has evaporated. They, they've just, they, they've reduced that buzz that he had. Now, I didn't expect him to stay at the very, very top of the card or anything like that. I, I would like to see a little more effort. Like so many people have come and go throughout this situation. Ricochet, Bronson Reed, The Miz, yeah, like Seth Rollins. Like so many people have gone, came and gone from this. And it's like, I don't even know why anybody's mad at anybody else anymore. Like I, I because they <laughs> interfered in each other's matches. Like everybody I else is just I was like, the I'm only one that felt this. like this was all just a carousel at this point. And I personally have just been feeling like, okay, you started one thing. It kind of finished, but then this person went into a different thing in a different direction. And so for me, I think with Tommaso Ciampa, my whole thing with him is that he's been the guy that, man, it's not hard to buy this guy as somebody who's going to kick your ass. And so for me, the fact that they haven't presented him that way on the main roster has kind of been a little bit annoying. Like, I want to see him be this just have him be portrayed as a, as you know, as a, as a badass on the show. Like they can do that. And I feel like we haven't gotten that yet. And I remember when you said like, Oh, let's maybe, uh, maybe have DIY come together again, or, you know, get him involved with, with, uh, you know, everything that they were doing with Johnny Gargano and the misfits. I remember, uh, even then I started thinking like, oh, I don't really care about that. I don't want to see that. But at this point I'm like, damn, I'll take anything. I'll take that. I just want something, like you said, a little bit more with that one there. As do I. Judgment Day promo. This leads to Raquel returning. However, Raquel gets beaten up. <laughs> Raquel is told backstage by Adam Pierce, no, I, you, you're not cleared. You're not good to go. You can't do this match. Liv Morgan, probably also not cleared. She got her shoulder stomped. Uh, but Raquel, live it over that. I'm excited about Raquel and Rhea. I was hoping we'd get it on SummerSlam. We're not. However, Adam Pierce did say, well, whenever you're cleared, I promise you'll get this. 
We had two big potential women's matches pulled from SummerSlam. We'll talk about another one later. KE775 says, does Rhea Raquel go through Survivor Series? Rhea's title reign hasn't been great. I think Rhea's title reign has been good. It's just we haven't seen her in the ring in the way that we had anticipated. <laughs> what? Let me, are you going to let me talk? because you're like, it's been good, but we haven't really seen her in the ring that much. Like, we haven't. It's no, been unfortunate. I mean, but it's good because she's good and she's got the personality. She's also been dealing with a dislocated kneecap and they weren't going to, like, just take her off screen for that. I thought she had a really, really good match with, uh, with, Zelina at Backlash, a very, very important match. She had one of the best matches of Raw this year against Natalia. Like, it just fantastic stuff. Uh, but a lot of her wins, like, she'll beat Bailey on TV, non title. She'll beat Liv on TV, non title. Candace LeRae, like, a, a lot of this, these things that will happen. Well, I mean, I think Bailey was before WrestleMania. So, like, I, she hasn't wrestled on TV and defended that world title enough. The, the, the Lyra match was it last, it was last week. Last yeah. week. Yeah. Very, very good. But like we, we've seen her defending the title a lot more on live events than TV. And it's like, man, they, they should do that. I don't want them to turn that into like, Oh, it's an attraction to have the women's title. She's on TV all the time. Not to the point of overexposure yet, because she's still super over. But man, she's on Raw, she's on SmackDown a lot, she's on NXT a lot, she's on the PLEs. Like, give her some title matches. This is a good title match, but I think that right now her Judgment Day work in general with Dominic and helping him get over to the level that he's been has been really one of the biggest parts of her title reign. It's overshadowed her title reign, sure. and I think that's kind of the problem, where it's like, yeah, you're right. She had that match with Talia, the match with Lyra, uh, you know, coming off of her big match at WrestleMania, which was great, but no, there's nothing else that was really in between. And here's, I'll be real with you. The Zelina match was big just because it was, you know, a big moment for Zelina. It was a cool show. But when you take all of that away, it was just your regular ordinary match. Like I didn't think it was like a spectacular match. And so when you really can only name two real matches that were phenomenal for Rhea as champion, in the last couple of months, that's not really saying a whole lot because, and that's not anything against Rhea because Rhea's great, but it's just been that there hasn't felt like a real true story until we're finally getting the start of this one here with Raquel. And it sucks because we want to see that, but it does feel like everything that she's done with the judgment day has overshadowed her actual reign. Like her main priority doesn't feel like the belt right now. It feels like Dominic Mysterio. And so I think that's part of like, I guess you can say where the criticism comes from. And as for this, like my whole thing is I was kind of hoping that we would still see this match at SummerSlam. So like, that's it. Like it ain't happening at SummerSlam. Cause I was still hoping like for it. When Adam Pierce like said, when Adam Pierce said, Oh, um, you know, when you're cleared, I'm like, what are the chances of her getting cleared from now until, <laughs> <By that. laughs> until then? And I was trying to think like, maybe they're trying to wait for a late announcement. But then I thought that's kind of silly. It's raw. It's sure. a go home show for raw into SummerSlam. So you might as well would announce it now if you are. So that does kind of suck because I can't imagine Rhea Ripley not actually having a match at SummerSlam. Like what? She you know, is that she really going to happen? She should. She's a major star. I mean, you're leaving off two of your top full-time stars off of SummerSlam from this. 
Chris says, after tonight, I think I skipped SummerSlam. To me, Raw Women's Division at all-time low. How Women Champion doesn't defend her championship. Make Rhea even more uh, of Dom's manager and build Becky versus Trish. Pull it. Or, or you build Becky and Trish, then pull it. So she won the title in April. She defended against Zelina, Natalia, and then Natalia again. I think that Natalia three times, but one match didn't actually end up starting because she attacked her. Yeah, because so yeah, there have been three title matches. There she won in April. She defended in May. She defended at the end of May, and then the beginning in July. So, like, if we're going by the roughly a month thing like she didn't defend in june but she defended at the end of may beginning of july so it's really like kind of close there but still it doesn't seem like she has like they've spaced it out pretty pretty heavily yeah meet normus meet normus says hi srs and denise would you describe the weather in la as hot cold or warm thanks meet normus Get your super chats. Get your humper chats in, guys. A reminder, List and your boy 300 next Wednesday. We'll be here for 299 this Wednesday. But I'm sure we'll reminisce, share some of our, our memories of, good God, I, I think December 2016 was our first ever List and your boy. It's been a long, long time. You should get the 300 movie and like put your guys' face on it, like the movie poster. The yeah, I'm familiar. Kurgan was in that. It. Did you know that? I haven't actually seen the movie. You haven't? Do you <laughs> no. who Kurgan is? Yes, but I actually yeah. haven't seen the movie, though. He's in it. He's Which in is it. weird, he's... too, because Gerard Butler is my celebrity crush, and I still haven't oh. seen the movie. But he's my celebrity crush. That's how I know about the movie, because Gerard Butler was in it. <laughs> Kurgan is actually a very successful actor. Like yeah. He's in a lot of stuff. So we had talked about renaming Listen Your Boy. And it's funny because the best name I, I thought of is one I won't use. The Hump. But I won't use it because people will think it's a parody of The Bump. And I don't want it to be a parody oh, of The Bump. I was thinking of it because you always say yes, hump, exactly. humping. And then also Wednesdays is known as exactly. Hump Day. So and I didn't actually chats. think it as the bump. My thought, I'm sorry, but I don't think the show is necessarily, you know. I agree. I agree. I'm, but honestly, I, if that's something you want to do, I think you'll be okay with it. I think when people plus, get it, people get it. Plus, let's be real. WWE Digital has stolen enough stuff from us in the past. Let's be real. It's happened. Rock hard, Maybe Joel Wood. should be the hump with a little camel and your face in one of them and Jimmy's face in the other one. I love it. I love it, man. Uh, MG, oh, well, we'll... <laughs> I should be your theme song. We've got uh, Rock Hard Joel Wood saying, just watch the new Cody documentary. Probably the best WWE doc I've ever seen. What percentage do you give Cody returning to AEW when his deal is up? Um, 15%. I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. 15%. Denise, you and I got to watch the documentary before everybody else did. <laughs> it was an incredible documentary. Like there was some WWE revisionist history stuff in there. Very clearly, there always it always is. is. There always I've, that's a given already yeah. at that point. I got I got like two hundred of those documentaries sitting right over here. Every one of them's got some of that stuff. My favorite was when they said. 
oh, well, they changed from WWF to WWE because Vince knew it was time for a change. Like, <laughs> like, come on, brother. What are we doing here? But all in all, it was a phenomenal documentary. Um, and it was the talk of wrestling today. And I kind of knew that specifically. Like the specific five minutes of it. Yeah, would be. Um, but we have some exclusive news behind that documentary on Fightful Select. How'd you feel, by the way, when you were watching like the AEW footage on the documentary? When I was watching it, I was going, damn, I can't even believe this is happening right now. Yeah. Like inside my head, I was thinking they're actually saying these words. They're actually using this footage. Like I'm, I, like, I'm seeing this, you know? So another cheap plug for Fightful Select, just right before that was when we interviewed Cody on that red carpet. And I asked him, do you still talk to Matt and Nick? And he said, yeah, all the time. They approve the BTE footage that is in this. And I said, what? Pardon me? What did you just tell me? And he's like, yeah, there's being the elite footage in here. And I reached out to people in AEW and they said, yep, AEW approved it too. Because it couldn't just be, here you go, Bucks, there you go. Like, yeah. AEW approved it as well. That was surprising to me. I wasn't expecting that. It was, I, it and even had just to the be. way that it was presented with like the narration talking about the competition. <laughs> I, I like, remember I remember when they did the it was either the Matt and Jeff Hardy DVD or the Jeff Hardy DVD. And it was a big deal for them to even go, yeah. And then I went to TNA for a while and came back. Like that was even a That's big deal. That's what I'm deal. saying, right? Like it's one of those things where because WWE has like doesn't do that, it, you're yeah. sitting there going, "Wait, like, what's happening? Like, is this real life?" But it was cool, but it was also weird just because you're not used to that at all. But I would say that those five minutes of the documentary, or however long it was, was really the most talked about thing. So tonight we had the Cody Rhodes Brock Lesnar video, and then Brock Lesnar comes out. Brock Lesnar's he just says shit. Like, he doesn't have any idea what he's... He's in his I don't give a fuck era. I was thinking yeah. about Quit that. Quit saying we're dropping F-bombs! Okay, I... D-G-A-F? It's too he's late. In, you already did it. He's in his I-D-G-A-F era, okay? Because he was literally, like, saying all of these different things. And I'm thinking... He, the first thing we started when he was writing down his resume, I'm like, why are you writing down your resume? We all know who you are, Brock. We all exactly. know what you've done. There's a reason why you're Brock Lesnar. But anyways, continue on. Elite Biscuit says, hear me out. Brock beats theory for the U.S. title. No chance. Jay Miller says, there really no stip for Cody Brock. Nope. And I'll have some more on that on Fightful Select probably uh, this week. I'd say it's probably the time to do it, huh? Uh, but Andy says, was today's angle giving Cody an injury excuse to uh, to lose? You guys giving credence to rumors that Wyatt may cost him? How do you guys feel about the doc? I love the documentary. I don't want Cody Rhodes anywhere near Bray Wyatt creative. I don't want him doing... Lesnar. I, I don't want either one of them doing glow stick face paint in the dark matches or anything like that. Like I like Bray Wyatt and I like what he's capable of, but I don't want that at all. Um, I think it is to put enough doubt in your mind about it. If Brock beats Cody, I wouldn't be that surprised because one, Vince is running the show. Ultimately, if Vince calls up on painters right now with his back in shambles and says, oh, I want Brock to win. Well, Brock's winning. It's his, it's his company. It's his say. Um, that would kind and, of suck, though. Honestly, I think course Cody would. has to win this, right? Like, well, I mean, at this point, I can't even say that anymore. Me saying, "Oh, Cody has to win this," right, just doesn't make any any sense. 
Okay, Sean, it's not that funny, okay? You know what? Can you come back? <laughs> it's not that funny. It's very I'm funny. I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm done with you. I don't even care no more. <laughs> I give up. I don't oh, even know why I'm Jesus here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wish we could farm super chats out of this, out of Denise Worm, Worm, Warm jokes. Warm. I can't say. I have the same problem with golf and golf. All the frick. I don't know what it is, man. It's the O's. The O's and the A's. They get me. You know, I will never work for the golf channel because of this. Because I can't say it. It takes a long time for me to think about it. Can you imagine me working for them and being like, oh, you're watching the Gulf Channel? Have you ever visited the Gulf of Mexico? No, I could say the Gulf of Mexico because that one, the U, is just easier. Gulf. And then there's, and then I try to think about like golf and stuff. You know, golf and stuff. How about this guy's name? Leos? No. Or back no. Geoff? Geoff? <laughs> Is it not Geoff? It's Jeff. It's, it's Jeff. Jeff. It's not Geoff. No. Geoff. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's embarrassing. I've struggled with golf, <clears throat> golf, warm, warm, worm, worm. Anyway, uh, Cody got his ass beat and he says, nope, I'm still showing up. No matter what, I don't care if he breaks my arm again. We're doing this damn thing. Denise, I, I mean, this still doesn't really have a reason behind it. What? There's, this whole thing. Oh. Why did Brock do it? I know exactly why he did it. Why? Well, there's a say, like, have you ever just someone ever gotten on your nerves and you just don't like them? You don't like when they breathe and you just hate them. He got on your nerves. Oh, more That's than my you reasoning. Ever know. That's what happened. Cody got on Brock Lesnar's nerves and he turned on him on Raw and was like, nah, I'm tired of you, bro. And that's how this whole thing started. Mm. Fair. I mean, come Brock on, Hart let's be honest. That's pretty accurate. That's very it realistic. Is. There's just, I, I feel like there should be more to talk about about this and there just isn't. Um, They shook hands. Brock hates neck tattoos. There you go. He hates neck tattoos. But then Cody should be really like, oh, hate I hate back tattoos. What's What would you rather have? The Brock Lesnar back tattoo or the Cody Rhodes neck tattoo? Oh, the, the Brock Lesnar back tattoo. At least then people wouldn't think I was going to steal all their shit. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come but then on. it's like it's your whole back. Forever. Yes, so? And it's your neck. So? Come on. <laughs> When oh you get God. a neck tattoo, you know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> Same thing with your back. Yeah, I guess. I mean, come on now. Hey, Sean, do you have any tattoos? Mm -mm. No? Oh, wow, what a no. square. What about you, Denise? That's, that's neither here nor there. You got a tattoo, didn't no, you? No, you swear I have a tattoo. <laughs> I don't have a tattoo. Okay. Why would you think I have a tattoo? You swear. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either because there's nothing that I would necessarily want to put on myself. Other Rock than Hart. like a big fat I love Taylor Swift on my back. In the style of the Brock Lesnar tattoo. 
Oh yeah, for sure. I'll how get Taylor Swift's face right here, like Cody. How many YouTube subscribers would it take for you to get a tattoo? A million. That's honestly pretty attainable for you, I think. Once, I would say a once, million, and it would have to be a small tattoo. <laughs> okay, because once you hit a hundred thousand, like you're the ball really like rolled even quicker for you. Rock hard Joel Wood says the main takeaway I got out of this is how dare Dave LaCreca doubt your reporting. I was sitting there watching that. We were right next to him. <laughs> you guys were right next to each other. I was like, but what the hell? You've got my phone number. Why didn't you call me, Dave LaGreca? And then, you know what Denise and I did before we left? We purposely went and said goodbye to Dave LaGreca because we knew that he would call us out on the World no, Wide Web. No, 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 Sean, please rephrase that. This was, he was going to call you out because the problem was that Dave said that you specifically never say goodbye to him or to people. He was not talking about me. I say goodbye to people because I got manners. He was talking about you. Do you have manners? Yes. I don't know about that. Actually kind of thought it was pretty funny though, but just (laughs) (laughs) the story. So at the end of that, what was funny because I am shy I was having to follow you around and I was saying goodbye to everybody after you said goodbye to them. <laughs> and then we were oh, and then we were afraid to go get our uh our gift basket because so you I look was, like marks. Yeah, I just, I was like, let's go get our gift bags. And you were like, we're gonna look like marks. <laughs> this person said Sean giving the Irish goodbye. Legitimately, LaGreca and Thunder Rosa called me out on busted open one time for doing that, but it is what it is. Meet Normus says. <laughs> stuff. I have the stuff. Here's the cup that we got. Oh, I got a different one. You got a different one? Yeah, I got a different one. What's yours the, look like? Uh, it's actually right over here. Oh, yeah. I like the cup. I haven't used it yet because I'm kind of going to use it as a uh, decoration. I'm just going to wait 10 years and then sell it. Let me see yours. Oh, wow. Look oh, at that. yeah. Look, look at, at that. that. And we had an insert of uh, the the Cody Rhodes, like the 8x10 poster. And then when I got back to the hotel room, I I realized it's signed. Like he he personally signed all of them. So uh, if anybody wants to pay me $1,000 for mine, please do. Meet Norma says, Denise, what's your favorite flavor of a big gulp? Gulp? (laughs) 7-Eleven, big gulp. gulp. I just say icy. We had Gunther defeating Gable. Big gulp. But there you go. Big gulp. Gunther defeated Gable, but damn, this was a great setup. Backstage, they're like, Gable, you can't even last five minutes with the ring general. And he's like, I'll last five hours if I want to. Let's go do it. Gunther is just so good at this. We didn't have Drew tonight, but what we had was Gunther. And Gable did last five minutes. So this was partly a victory for him, and this puts him over. But Gunther is not mad. Gunther is embarrassed, Denise. Like, he is ashamed that this guy lasted five minutes. He's like, no, 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 no. We're doing this full-on match. And then he beats Gable in an absolute slapper of a match. Then Gunther cuts this great promo up on the announce table. Gunther has become such a, just a complete star in WWE. From his, his presence to legitimately being a ring general, having good matches with everybody, to just being incredible as a champion, a leader of a stable, doing good on promos. I'm digging all this stuff. And this was 
a match they're probably never going to put on pay-per-view. So why not make it a slapper on Monday Night Raw? I love this. I wish this could be a pay-per-view match because you just know mm-hmm. if you actually let them go out there for like 20 minutes, ooh, we would get some really great stuff there. I mean, yeah. given what we got here today, that was just a preview and it was a Raw match. And it had the whole, you know, gimmick of the five minutes. But this was a lot of fun. And there was this one point where freaking Gunther uh, suplexed uh, Chad Gable into like another century. I thought that was really fun. But I thought that the whole concept with the five minutes and then keeping it going afterwards, I thought that was really cool. It was really honestly for me, like the last like 50 seconds of the time portion and everything that happened afterwards that really kind of just, you know, amped up a little bit. This was just incredible stuff. Like, I cannot wait to see Gunther and Drew McIntyre. This is one of those things where I'm like, I I like Drew McIntyre personally and professionally. Like, But I don't lot. want him to win. You don't want him to I win? I want Me either. Gunther to break that record so bad, Denise. <laughs> I, like, I love Drew a whole lot. He's great. Yeah. But I don't want Gunther to lose right now. I'm sorry. And from a, and from a creative aspect, I'm like, I don't. what do they do here? Do they do a non-finish? Because... And the graphic that WWE showed, like with the, the, oh my gosh, the goals, not the goals, yes. the, uh, what's the word? Oh my gosh, I can't think. The meter, the honk of perfect mounting meter. Yeah, there you go, the meter, I guess, the meter of the days. I was looking at that, I'm like, oh my God, he's even closer than it felt, you know, a couple months ago when we were first talking about this. It still felt like there was still so much more time. But now that I'm actually looking at the graphic, it feels like there's so much. Like, it's so close. It's so close. Like, you don't ruin it. Let it keep going. I'll show you what they they should have done if I can, if I can find it. Uh, do you remember much of Santino's reign, Denise? No. I have bad memory. You have to remember when me. he won the Intercontinental title. I think it was for the second time. Uh, he started to do the honka meter, where he would have a meter that would show how close he was in relative to the honky ma- honky tonk man. Then he got really bold and he added uh, Mister Perfect and the mounting. It became the honka perfect mounting meter, right there. Oh my god! I don't remember that. Oh, it was great. It was. Great. I don't remember that. Oh, man, I love Gunther. He's great. I, he's got to break this record, though. Rock hard, Joel Wood, with a very generous super chat. Thank you for at least getting us above what we pay Denise now. Uh, says, Can you stop Just- bringing that up? <laughs> Jesus. You bring up all kinds of out-of-pocket shit. What are you talking about? Yeah, but I don't bring up the says- stuff that's personal. Yeah, just what somebody looks like. Oh my Chelsea God, I brought up interview. your hair and you're comparing it. I mean, you're the guy that's always talking about people's contracts. Yeah, so. <laughs> now that's personal. And now you, and so there you go. That's why you were bringing up my personal, pay. personal. What are you talking about? You were making it seem like me bringing up your hair was a bad thing. Do you know how many Cody outright said in our interview, people no, should probably just I leak their contracts that. to Sean. Oh, no. Oh, no. I triggered you, Sean. Not a week, too. No, I'm just saying that if you're going to say what's worse to bring This up, is what Denise does. Hair. Denise says some weird out-of-pocket shit. And then when I go, that's weird, she goes, I triggered you. And then when I go, that's weirder, people go, you're picking on Denise. You're picking on that little Denise. Come on. I'm sorry. Get out of I'm just here. saying, bringing up your hair. Is Stop gaslighting nice me. Muted. Rock hard Joel Wood says, 
Chelsea, in an interview with Sam Roberts, say if they only use one of her lines, she's out. So Sam joked, what if they take one line and use it twice? So I popped loud when they took one of her lines and showed it twice. They did. I noticed that. I was like, Wait, what are you sh-? talking about? In in the I think in the documentary, I think they showed the same line twice from her. What part? I can't remember, but it was the I same line twice. I you know what I thought? You know why I thought that it wasn't the same line twice was because they had shown us the trailer beforehand. Yeah, that's true. So then I thought, oh, well, maybe I saw it in the trailer. And so because I just saw the trailer, then I'm seeing it again. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I love that. I I mean, it was great to see Chelsea there as well. We We got to see her like, hours removed from her winning the the world tag team title and it was it was really cool because i mean she was she was getting clowned on the internet a couple years before that denise like people were like it's it's just wild this is what i always say to wrestlers that are are upset over a story or upset of how how they're covered or how they're being reacted to online today it's in the news tomorrow they're wrapping dead fish with it we were you and i were talking about literally doja cat before we went on the air and it's like oh well ariana grande did some ariana, wild shit and then it went and to cardi b exactly so it's like Just, everybody gets their day in the news where it's the shit and then all of a sudden somebody else gets it and all of a sudden you're old news nobody cares about exactly. that drama anymore exactly yeah. vsd I, says uh denise dropping f-bombs and srs's reactions my favorite part of these streams also the bottom title belt on Sean's shelf, looks like it has a curly mustache, and I can't. Oh shit! It does. It does. It is a. It is a very. It is a very very stock independent wrestling tag team title. It was yeah. It does look like one. Wow. <laughs> it looks like Shad Khan's. That's <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> Guys, get your super chats. Get your humper chats in. We are heading down the home stretch. Becky Lynch comes out. She wants Trish Stratus. She won her match. Trish says, no, no, you don't get this match whenever you want it. You get it whenever I want it. And Adam Pierce goes, no, she gets it now. And Becky Lynch wins the match in five seconds because the bell rings. Zoe Stark attacks her. And then it's a DQ. Not a, not a bait and switch because they didn't promote this match. But they did let us know this wasn't happening on SummerSlam. Now, FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, reported. There is a good reason for this. I just don't know necessarily that I can talk about what it is uh, right now. But they're they're delaying it for a couple of weeks. Uh, there were some rumors a while back that Becky was supposed to take time off after SummerSlam. That wasn't true at all. Like, she wasn't ever planned to do that. In fact, the word that I had sent back to me was that she said, she just works until she falls apart like a proper worker, which I, you know, I respect it. I'm like, damn, okay. But a lot of people were shocked that this wasn't on SummerSlam, Denise. Queen Monet I'm says, shocked. We're, well, we're going to talk about it. Uh, MG Geek says, they, why couldn't they do Becky Rhea at SummerSlam? Well, they had other plans. Corey Moore says, Becky versus Rhea, Mania 40, Rhea's ultimate opponent. I think it's either Becky or Bianca, one of the two. But, the BEP Jr. says, I might watch NXT only at this point. The SummerSlam event, I am not hyped. No U.S. title match. Women's tag team, no Becky Trish after advertising Becky. No Ripley defending. 
KE775 says, damn, Triple H cut Becky and Trish from SummerSlam and ends this feud on a random Raw. He's not booked her well since she came back in November. Queen Monet says, I know that people want Rhea, Raquel, and Becky Trish, but they literally booked Becky Trish for Canada, and Rhea Raquel's story gets to develop more. Matt Reichel says, happy anniversary, Denise. People seem angry about Becky and Rhea not having a SummerSlam match. Hope to see you out in Detroit, Sean. I will be there from Thursday through Sunday. But, Denise... More than this segment itself, and somebody say there's a reason you can't report. No, I just I want to make sure to tidy it up before I do. Um, I I had reported there had been talk about maybe moving it back to payback even, but instead they moved it to Raw. It should probably be a main event of Raw if they're doing that. It should probably be like a 20 minute main event of Raw, assuming everybody's healthy and all that. But I was pretty I was. I don't know if I was disappointed because the build hasn't been great, but I was surprised that it happened, Denise. But I think, look, I, I have been liking this whole entire thing that they've been doing with Becky, Trish, and Zoe. I, I've even liked it since the last time that we saw them in the ring together. So for me, I feel like this is definitely a match that they've sp- – a feud, a story that they spent a lot of time with. So – Yes, I do think this match should have been on SummerSlam. Now, if there's, like you kind of alluded to, a better reason for this, then okay, cool. Cool, that's fine. But it does feel weird, though, that it wouldn't be on SummerSlam and that Becky's not on SummerSlam. And when you talk about Rhea Ripley and Becky, that's the thing, though. I do want to see that story get a good, good amount of time. So I would much rather have that be like a WrestleMania match. So I wouldn't even say SummerSlam. I would say WrestleMania. But yeah, it does kind of suck because you got Becky and Rhea not on your show. Yeah, and, and to me, two of your strongest stars, I think Bianca's up there as well but two of your strongest overall stars on the women's side of things. And they're just not there. And uh, the match again, I'm not too mad about how the match ended because we didn't know that it was going to happen anyway tonight. So it was a bit of a, just a swerve in that sense. And I saw somebody say, yeah, but they're doing it in Canada. Is Trish going to get cheered there? (laughs) I mean, I have to, right? I mean, Winnipeg isn't exactly next Don't door people, like, to... Don't people, like, stick with, like, the people they want to root for? Well, I mean, Winnipeg's like a two-and-a-half-hour flight to Toronto. Yeah, it's not exactly Canada. Just... Yeah, I guess. But I guess we'll see. I don't know. I don't know the rules. You root yeah, for someone with... that's not I'm specifically you. from your city? But if it's your I mean, state? from. But that's not even the same province. I Oh. Well, I'm just trying to say, like... Like... Oh. Toronto is all the way on the east side of Ontario. Okay, so then she'll get booed. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Smile Driver Finisher says they'll take anything. But yeah, I'm with you. I wouldn't want to do Becky and Rhea at SummerSlam unless they had built it appropriately because there's no reason they could not have built Rhea and Becky into a monster SummerSlam match as well because this is supposed to be a major, major match. right and it's been going on for so long too this whole entire story so yeah it does feel weird did you say they're two hours apart Uh, no it's like a two and a half hour flight oh two and a half hour flight okay i was like two hours i was like bro that's los angeles and san diego i would root for someone from san diego no you to to (laughs) get to like drive to to what no to drive to winnipeg you gotta go through like michigan wisconsin minnesota all that stuff to drive there okay uh, Jared says, 
SmackDown has three, fourths, or three to four women's storylines intertwined with Asuka, Bianca, Charlotte, EO, Bailey, Shotzi, and Raw Women's Division is garbage. What gives? Not a lot of investment put into, into the, the juice of the, the Raw Women's stories, and that well, is unfortunate. There's just really two stories, and that's the one we're talking about right now with Trish and Becky, and then Ronda and Shayna. And that's it for Raw. Yeah. Mahala and Maxine. <laughs> That's been going for a bit. We want to count that. Uh, I don't want to count that. <laughs> I know, but I'm, th- I'm counting it. It's a woman's feud. It's been happening for a couple of weeks. Uh, Broadway Joe says no Rhea Becky, but also no Edge, no tag titles, no US title, just a weirdly booked show. Might be time for two nights. I don't know. No, l- keep that for, for WrestleMania, not for SummerSlam. That's too much already. Too yeah, much. I I don't know about that. the The Edge thing was just kind of weird, though. He showed up, wrestled Grayson Waller, and hit the break. and then just gone. It's gone. Well, is there any match on SummerSlam that shouldn't be on there? I don't think so. I but, can't think of one off the top of my head that but shouldn't right be now, on there. Right now, they have sold or they have distributed forty six thousand tickets for Ford Field, and I mean that is a much, much, much bigger venue. It's only set up for forty seven thousand, but I mean mm-hmm. like. This isn't like 60, 70,000 that they could fit in there. Main event, we got Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn defeating Judgment Day. KE775 says Seth win- is winning on Sunday, right? Um, No, Seth is not winning on Sunday because uh, he is not wrestling Sunday. The show is on Saturday, but he is probably winning Saturday. However, we got a tease of Damian Priest cashing in money in the bank, but Finn Balor hesitated, and as a result, Priest got the briefcase kicked into his head. Priest also got busted open towards the end of this. I thought this was a smart way to book this, Denise, because it makes you go, oh, is Priest going to cost Finn his opportunity now? It's enough teasing of the friction here to promote the pay-per-view that is happening Saturday. And also, it wasn't like in your face, but yeah, you're right. There was some subtleness to it. Also, no sight of Kevin Owens, who, as we reported last week, unfortunately, legitimately injured. Get well soon, Kevin Owens. Yeah, this main event, by the way, was really fun. I actually really like seeing Sammy and Seth kind of like intermingle with one another and Sammy going in and being like singing the song along with Seth Rollins. I thought that was really funny there. But uh, you're right. I like that it wasn't like in your face. Hey, this might be a possibility at the actual show. So the subtlety of it was something that I like that. You're right about that. And for me, it's like, yeah, I like Seth Rollins, Finn Balor. And what, this is now the third match that they're doing together. Um, it kind of does feel like they don't really have too many options for Seth Rollins. But because they work well together, like you can't really complain. And they've been keeping the story going. But now it's just a matter of, I feel like there has to now be some follow-up with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Lord Blake OB says it's as far as St. Louis is to Las Vegas, 21 hours. Wow. And Jake Truman says LA Knight winning the Battle Royal. He should. There is no reason for that guy to not win that damn Battle Royal. It is a Battle Battle Royal. Royal. A Slim Jim. Big ass Slim Jim. Okay. Honestly, he would make a fantastic Slim Jim spokesman. Yeah, he would. They should have him doing the, the Randy Savage spot. Juju says, disappointed we're not getting Raquel versus Rhea and Trish versus Becky 
on the card. We could have gotten four women's matches in total, but Triple H folded L Raw. I wouldn't put this all on Triple H, buddy. He does not have the final say anymore. And I'm looking at this card and all of those matches look like they're going to have a good amount of time, honestly. So I can see why they left out some of these matches. Like just going back and re refreshing my yeah. mind with all of the matches, you know that they're going to have some some time. Possibly, because Riddle and Gunther only got seven minutes last time. And I was disappointed by that. I looked at that and I was like, really? We got... Um, we got our last Super Chat Rock card. Joel Wood says, before the stream is over, I wouldn't feel right if I didn't ask. Vince, is there any hope or light at the end of this? Once the merger clears, is there any way Vince steps back or we get out of this? I don't think so with probably the provisions he set up. I think this spinal surgery that he just had that went five hours probably puts as much of it at risk as possible. I don't know specifically what that's from, about, or anything like that. I was told it was life-altering, and I was told it would be regardless uh regardless of age but denise tell the people where they can find you you'll be here saturday on the SummerSlam post show with phil Lindsay. i'm gonna try to call in but it depends on how the, the post show presser goes okay so i'll i'll keep an eye out for you because last time you were like oh yeah i'm gonna come in and i, I was so. rearing the end of the show and i'm like this dude has not came in yet and we're about done <laughs> talking about the show here um but anyways a uh, youtube.com slash denise salcedo i go live pretty much almost every day that i'm not here uh you can check that out there's a bunch of different stuff that i've uploaded all these interviews cody interview we want to watch another one uh brandy Rhodes, and also a new one with bianca belair and also eric young those ones were pretty good i really enjoyed those oh and twitter and instagram and tiktok and facebook and threads eh, sure <laughs> we're getting a, they're getting a desktop desktop app this week supposedly oh nice okay jessica nelson says last week it was stupid that becky didn't come out or say something to ria like she's just gonna sit in the back watch her husband get by ria beat barry that's a good point that's a very good point jessica like she has shown a willingness Unless we, like, I would love it if Seth, like, explained something and was like, you know, after the whole Lacey Baron Corbin thing, I wasn't comfortable with her getting involved in that, and we've got an understanding now. I would love if he just said that. Because if you remember, when Baron Corbin hit that end of days, oh boy, the heat on that was great. Very, very great. I'm glad she brought it up because I didn't even think about that until she put it out there. So, kudos. Guys, thank you all so much. Uh, if you haven't checked out our shorts, please check out our shorts. We have them across all platforms, but they're here on YouTube as well. We get a whole lot of event footage. Uh, we've got a lot of interview shorts as well. Shout out to Denise for, for setting us up with the old chap that does those. But I've got to see. I thought you were going to say for setting you up with some shorts. No, well, there you go. We've got uh, a segment that I do, Real Fights in Pro Wrestling, that I think you guys are going to like an awful lot. A lot of good stuff over there. It took us way too long to get into the short-form content game, but we got a lot. You're also going to be seeing a lot of the stuff from our Fightful Scraps YouTube on my Twitter account, so follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. Uh, but also, Fightful Scraps on YouTube. Just hundreds and hundreds of interview clips over there. Guys, thank you all so much. Check out the Prediction Show this Thursday with Stephanie Chase and Rob Wilkins. Until next time, we're out. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.